Hi, this is Jared Berenstein's mom, and my name is Anne, and this is Hangout Party Fun Time. Okay, so now what? How's it going, everybody? You are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Hangout Party Fun Time. This is a show where me, your host, Jarrett Berenstein, sits down with a bunch of stand-up comedians, and we just kind of hang out and drink beers and talk about whatever. It is literally the only show on the radio and in podcast form where comics hang out with each other. It is completely untapped market. And I am cornering it. I'm fucking crushing it. <laughs> Every, no, it, it, you know this is. I, I'm like I'm like the ground floor Twitter here. I'm like I'm like the first person on Facebook. It is uh it is brand new, and uh, everybody is super excited about it. So I hope that you enjoy what will be an extremely lazy and fun radio show for the next hour. I got an awesome panel of fellow stand-up comedians here on the show today. We've got. Uh, th- uh, this is her third time on Hangout Party Fun Time. We got Carolina Hidalgo. Yeah, I'm hanging out and I'm partying and yeah. I'm having a fun time. You're damn right you are. We also got Tom McCaffrey. Hey, how's it going? Uh, much chiller. <laughs> and very yeah. shortly we'll be joined by the third comedian, Phil Hunt, uh, who just messaged me that he just got off the train, so he will be here soon. And I'm going to forgive him because I booked him for this yesterday and so uh, yeah. that is uh i am completely fine with 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 a, a person being late i had uh you guys know paul hooper yeah paul hooper no, super funny comic paul hooper uh he i think was holds the record for latest person on the show <laughs> i think he got here with like 15 minutes to spare and we had a really nice time okay hanging out with him um and then uh uh one of my favorite comics uh ray Sani, I think is how you pronounce her last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one time just didn't show up, and so. <laughs> she sh- yeah. I, I think that was the time when I was there. Maybe, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's, uh, that, that's. Are people late to this a lot? Sometimes, you know. Um, it, you know, I think that's just a, that's just a comics thing. You know, you feel like there's right. a rolling admission policy because you know that if the show starts at eight, you're probably going to go on at 9.15 or something. And so that's just sort of like bred into our brains. I just did a, a show in Philadelphia and I got stuck in traffic on the way down there. And there was a part of my brain that was like, you have to be there before seven. But then another part of my brain that was like, or you cannot get there at seven and yeah. the host will go on and it depends someone on will show. text you. Yeah, exactly. That's the worst when you're doing a show and they're like, be here at 730. All right. And you the get show, there and then they're, they're like, like, oh, we're going to start at nine. Like, yeah, we started an hour late. <laughs> You're gonna be on in an hour. I'm like What? Well this is like it's not seven. You know, and I, I will make a you know, a big effort to get there on time. Yeah, of course. Me too. I, I am a very punctual person you are? as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carolina, you have never been late to a hangout party fun time. No. And I will remember that until <laughs> until I go to my grave. It's kind of one of my pet peeves. This is like when people are are late. Are are late people? Yeah, because I think it's I think it's disrespectful. It's definitely well. I mean, if it's a regular, I'm not thing, saying like this guy. I'm not like shitting. <laughs> oh, Phil, Phil is fine. No, I just mean like if someone does it a lot and mm-hmm. and it's clear they're just yeah not yeah. doing. They're just not making an effort to get there. I what I started doing is. Um, when people, w- I'd give them ten minutes and then I'd leave. Really? That, that makes. Can them- you can you give me an example of a thing where you were like, the ten minute rule happened and then you just dipped out? 
Yeah, I had this friend. I mean, I st- we're still friends. I mean, I just never see him. Um, and he was always late when I hung out with him. And then, and I'm talking about, you know, like 40 mm-hmm. minutes late, 45, really late. So mm-hmm. I started saying, uh, if you're going to be late, I'm mm-hmm. going to leave. And so one time he, I went to meet him and it was really like out of the way. And I, uh, after 10 minutes, I just left. And wow. I remember he got really upset that you weren't there well, he was like well what, what happened you know because he had to go there you know it took him a long time to go there and i was just like yeah i left like if if you don't come meet me i'm not gonna stay and so mm-hmm. it actually was good because it was it was training him a teachable to, moment well he was will. basically like if i'm gonna meet you you ha- you're you're gonna be on you have to be on time mm-hmm. and if you're not it's screwing his day yeah exactly <laughs> everybody fills here yeah. he made it What's going on? Uh, not much, man. Second time on the show. Second time on the show. No one can see what I'm pointing out. And Carolina, the, <laughs> the veteran, being here third, three times. Uh, welcome. Now we got our full panel here, man. We can fucking start the show for serious. Because yeah. we were talking about... Um, we're and talking this about how much we hate in, late people. Inspired by you, but, Sorry, Phil. but not malicious at all, okay. I promise. There's a five-minute grace period yeah. for lateness. Yeah. yeah, five minutes. That's usually standard <laughs> for every job. You got but here I, at six minutes. We were talking about how like <laughs> comics sometimes have that feeling like if I'm five minutes late, that's fine because shows always start late, and then there's a host, and then you can always be shuffled in the lineup if you need to be. And I think that there's a thing with certain show producers and certain show promoters who are not comics themselves where they feel like the normal thing is to show up 45 minutes beforehand and so they'll be like all right the show's starting at eight so obviously we'll have the green room set up for you <laughs> you get here at seven you know and then you just end up hanging out in the green room for way too fucking long doing absolutely nothing you yeah know? i did a show at bb king's like that last year uh, uh they have comedy shows at BB King's. they did that day <laughs> <laughs> And I've never the one close to the cellar, right? Times Square. Oh, no, Times Square one. Times Square, yeah, okay. that one. It's mm. it's closed now, but anyway, there was like a music guy, mm-hmm. and he was all like, "Well, sound checks at nine a.m." So nine, where were nine you? It was a brunch show, <laughs> oh, so we got there. At, okay. We got there at like one. I think the show started at, or we got there at like twelve, and the show started at one. Mm-hmm. And even that's early for a comedy show. But it was yeah. like, all right, new venue. I don't know these people. I've just been communicating with them through email. Mm-hmm. And it was this old music guy, old black guy with big sunglasses. Mm-hmm. He was like, do you know who I am? Did you know who he was? I didn't have a fucking clue who he was. <laughs> he was like, I'm Sparky. And he was like, I've worked with all the best. I've worked with the OJs, the Temptations. And I'm just like, uh, okay. And now you're... Working with me. Now you're doing comedy brunch shows. Where were you for the 9 a.m. sound check? And I'm like, uh, comedians don't do sound check. Yeah. I was doing a pillow check. (laughs) So I just apologized to him. I was like, I'm sorry. He's like, uh, don't don't do sorry. Do business. And wow. I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Don't do pretty sorry. Funny. I like it though. It doesn't it, if you if you try to break it down, it doesn't really work logistic <laughs> logically. There's no through. Did line you say do business? Do business. Uh, yeah. Were you like do spelling? <laughs> yeah. Do spell check? That's how you spell it. <laughs> do spell check on the word Don't business. be sorry. Do business. Yeah. I like that. It, like I said, it doesn't make sense, but I like it. Yeah, it doesn't make it much sense. It feels like but it's it true. Does. It I makes love sense. It. It's an old black man logic. <laughs> it makes sense. Do you want a beer, Phil? 
Sure. All right. I got a drinking buddy here. Carolina. Oh, is everyone else sober? Yeah. Uh, sober. Yeah. I'm still trying to get it out of my system from last night. That is her ah, excuse. Okay. She yeah. partied too hard yesterday. That and that's why sense. she's not joining me. But so, not this time. So tell me what happened. What's the fucking. What was the what was the party? That, Speaking of which, it was a party. It was a crazy party at the Bowery Electric, and it started three hours late. Oh, wait, the party started three hours late. It was a mm. Ramones tribute, like you know, series of concerts and stuff. Mm. It was supposed to start That's at eight. Dope. We had tickets, and it said eight o'clock. So we showed up, like you know, to be late and cool. We showed up at like eight forty-five. Uh, okay. And then we had to wait for another two hours. Were you Why? waiting inside the venue, or was it? Oh yeah. Like, Did they have op- like an opener? No, it was just like nothing. And then like people showed up and so we were like drinking for two hours while waiting. It was a concert? Yeah. It was Oh, like- I didn't even know they had a space there for that. Yeah, in the basement. Oh. It's it was cool though. It was a good time, but holy crap. Like, you could drink a lot in two hours. So all you oh, did yeah, was hang yeah. out, drink, and wait for this band to get on? You could drink a yeah. lot in twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I paced myself. I made it only eight vodka sodas in three hours. Wow. wow. How responsible. Really? Mother of the know. year. I have no idea, actually. I well, stopped counting after the third one. You got properly sauced. And yeah. Did you end up having a really good time at this Ramones tribute concert? I had an awesome time. That's good. Took a lot of blurry pictures, I believe, and some okay. video that doesn't make, that's all dark. <laughs> a lot of vodka and soda. So that's when you know Fun you times. had a good time, so you have all this dark video. At what point were you, this was with you and the boyfriend? Yes. Okay. What time did you guys call it a night and we're like, all right, we have, we're moaned out, we're drunk, we're going to go home now? When they shut down the venue. Which was? <laughs> it was like 1.30 or something. That's pretty early that's by New York standards. Yeah. Well, at least the downstairs oh area, my God, no. right? That's so rock and roll. That's so Ramones. I know. <laughs> Everyone was leaving. We were like one of the young Youngest people there, too. Really? Yeah. There's oh, wow. a lot of aging kind of. punker. Uh, yeah, except, well, Marky doesn't doesn't really count, but yeah, they're all dead. The important Wait, ones are dead. The important yeah, ones are the dead. The original line of big dead. one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're all gone. When Wait. did he die? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't there for well, that. This became trivia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which one? Well, I mean, you don't have to be there for his death for <laughs> to know when he died. Do you have prizes? I, I know when Burt Reynolds died, I wasn't like in the room. Mm-hmm. You, you uh, weren't? That, that was the place to be. I was in the other room. You I should have opened with that. <laughs> you were next door. Wait, which one were you asking about? Which Ramones were you Joey. Using? Isn't he Joey. the main one? Dee Dee was the other one? Yeah. Joey Ramone. And Sid Vicious was the one that died first, I think. Wait, he, he was, was the one in the that Ramones. Actually, he was not in the Ramones. You're thinking of the Sex, sex Pistols. Pistols. That's right. All right Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, mm. and the other guy. <laughs> and There's the other four guy. of them? Or there were four of them? There were four of them, and then they had new members. I, I think Dee Dee overdosed on heroin. Mm. Wow! Yeah. How novel. Mm-hmm. I know. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't have guessed that if it was yeah, a Jeopardy rock star, question. Huh? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. So that's exciting. I'm glad that you had a good time. I had a getting great hammered time. at the uh, the Ramones uh, tribute concert. Um, what I want to talk to you guys about is this t- time period that we're in right now, in between Christmas and New Year's, because this is m- literally my favorite week of the year. Really, I just love it. I love the vibe of it. It's like it's like we're vacationy time. It's kind of vacationy, but it's also more like you know, um, school is out, but everybody's still on campus. You know, but there's like half the people are gone, half the people have already gone home. So it's like New York is a little quieter, and nobody really has as much work or things to do. So everybody's a little bit more hanging out inclined, yeah. and also the shows that you do 
are packed almost always because people are just like, well, we're here for the holiday and we have nothing to do, so we'll go see a comedy show. And yeah. so these are when the best shows are on top of that. I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah It is true. I, the last few nights I've done shows and they've been packed. Mm-hmm. They haven't been great crowds, but <laughs> last night it was packed. They More people don't like A it. lot of really shitty people. they're just people. going through the motions. Even mm-hmm. though they have the time, they're just partied the fuck out. Yeah, that's 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 the one thing. I still that's... got Christmas parties to go to, and I'm like, how? You still really? got Christmas parties to go to? Yeah, yeah. Well, we were at the, uh, the Grizzly Pair Christmas party last exactly. night. Exactly. Which I didn't even think about until... Until I was on my way home that I was like, oh, Christmas was over. Yeah. Like, oh, these yeah. guys really slept on fucking scheduling their Christmas party. Yeah. Isn't there, there's one club that has their Christmas party in January. Like I think Gotham. it's Stand Up New York. Is, uh, oh, really? Yeah, they do. Yeah, Stand Up Gotham New York. Gotham, too. next week, to. and then Gotham and The Cellar. Yeah, but that's like weird. Uh, you can't do it like that. Call it something else. They can. Yeah. <laughs> call it your post. You can just call it, call it a holiday party. Holiday party. Right. It seems but I, dumb to call it But it's also party. good to space them all out. That way you don't have to like go from one to the mm-hmm. other, to the other, to the other. Or you don't have to go to any of them. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I do. I end up going to like one. That answered yeah. one of my questions, which was, uh, do you guys try to hit the clubs? Not uh, really. Holiday parties. I was a pretty regular uh, person at the Strip's holiday parties back when we were doing Late Night at the Strip and Phil. Um, but that was you, always good. Yeah, that was a fun one. Usually, I did. I, I went to that one a couple times. Yeah, I, I try to make most of them because it's just a chill environment. It's like, good. I, I think, feel like it's a one night. People kind of let their guard down mm-hmm. for better or for worse. People stop networking a little bit more and yeah, they just start hanging out. Just, everyone's yeah. just kind of hanging. People stop being polite and they just start, start being real. Start being real. <laughs> yeah. You know? I went to the stand Christmas party last year, which was actually, I think I was at that one too. Yeah, actually. that was a really good one. Yeah, yeah they was that the one where they had parties. like oysters for yeah. everybody. Yeah, the stand they had takes karaoke care of downstairs. Wow, that always fun. helps. The party. Yeah, there were like strippers or whatever. There were like strippers, burlesque dancers, maybe, uh, yeah. maybe more burlesque dancers. Different category, I think. I'm pretty sure though, if I took out some ones, they would have <laughs> taken me up on it. Go-go dancers usually do. I am a burlesque dancer and not a stripper. Pretty well, sure. I have a fistful of singles. What's the so, difference? Right. Is it glitter? What's I the difference? I think the, the difference is... Burlesque aren't as hot. <laughs> I mean, I think that is. Okay. I'm not being. I think that is what it is. Mm. No, I think burlesque is a little bit more like we do. the The show is in how we take off our clothes, and for strippers, it's more like the, we dance around with our clothes off for money. Gotcha. You know, don't <laughs> like specifically the money. for and money. The, exactly. The burlesque dancers are like we ex- we accept twenty five dollars from you. At the door, and then we don't take any money in the middle of the show, uh, and then we all split the money afterwards. Uh, whereas strippers, okay. for strippers, I think the show is the advertising yeah. for when they get off the stage, and you can buy like individual lap dances or go to the champagne room or whatever. I think strippers, you know? it's we hate our dads, <laughs> so it's like and burlesque is we dislike our fathers. <laughs> uh, so wow, it's so nuanced. The it's like methadone. It's really a fine line is. between burlesque and stripper. Do you guys have uh, plans for New Year's? Yeah. I'm still I'm still trying to figure my thing out because I went to... I got a friend who's an actor who went to Yale with Lupita Nyong'o. Nice. And oh, nice. so... And, and that's not the reason why this happened, but he just he's been working in the industry for a while. You know, he knows people in film and so he'll just like have random celebrity friends and so i went to a celebrity's not not a celebrity but like a low like like a c-level c-list 
actors uh new year's party last year who was it uh, harvey uh, weinstein <laughs> it was not harvey weinstein uh it was and i say c-list is no disrespect but this is obviously not somebody that doesn't have a lot of name recognition i'm just you know? so curious if i know who they were uh it was bd wong you guys know oh, who BD oh wong? yeah he's great he's, he's a really lovely lovely you would you say c-list b-list well i feel like he the, the reason he's not c-list is because i feel like he came out of the theater world so mm. if he's not working you kind of assume he's doing theater because mm. he, he always seemed like someone that was a uh, like a well-trained actor that yeah, he's legit. would kind of do movies just kind of like, oh, well, that's not really acting, but I'll do that. Yeah, I want to get some of that. I want to get that paycheck. I, I think get that, that helps you be not a C-list. Yeah, I want to get some of that Jurassic Park money. I did not mean B-list, C-list, and talent. I just meant... It's yeah, not George yeah. Clooney. Were, it's yeah. not George Clooney. You exactly. were trying to, yeah. But so here's the thing. It's like, that was pretty cool. You know, I was like, get to go to this guy's place. He was super nice. Um, but the thing is, like, his apartment is also really close to mine. And so I was like, this is perfect. It is a short walk. Yeah. We go over there, have a nice time, get a little drunk, and then just, just walk back over to my place. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and As I get older, those are, I feel like those are the fat things that factor in. Yeah. How close something is? Like I'll meet a chick. I'll be like, oh, this, is this so, girl is so, so close hot. to my apartment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you those are, are the so things. Close. You should see this girl. She oh. lives so near me. <laughs> You know what? You're right. Who, whoever in the friendship is older, you tend to go to their neighborhood mm. kind of thing. So if, yeah. if I'm the younger one, then I go to their you know area and I meet them. We meet up with a friend for a drink. But if they're like 25, I'm like, no, you're going to come over to here. my neighborhood. Yeah. This dynamic that it's you're describing rule. is exactly the dynamic of my relationship with my girlfriends. Is it because I don't know about the age difference with you and your boyfriend? Is that the dynamic that plays there as well? Oh, we have we're the same age. You're the same age. Yeah, no, I, and I meant like hanging out at a bar with friends. With friends. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. I was gonna say that's how you wound up watching the Ramones in a basement, <laughs> <laughs> going to meet your older friends. I love to hang out. I just uh, just one on one. Like Tom and I, we've we've gone to gone out. And gone I, know, I haven't seen past. you in a while. I know. But you know what? That's so weird about comedy is you'll have friends and then. You'll Facebook message them, and then you'll like look at the last time you messaged them. It'll be like eight years. <laughs> no. yeah. You know, you're just like, oh my god, I haven't talked to you in eight years. There's so well, many the thing, comedians. The thing that I get embarrassed about is when I like see somebody out at a club, and I'm like, oh, this is a cool guy. I should message him and be like, oh, maybe you want to come to my radio show or whatever. And then I go to the Facebook, and I realize that five years ago I messaged them. Hey, my name's Jared. I'm a comic. I'd love to do your show sometime. Here's a clip. And I'm yeah. like, that's the last message. And they never responded. Uh, and I'm like, this yeah. is embarrassing. Do that's I really weird. want to message this guy and have that pop back up right. in their uh, in their feed? That's yeah. embarrassing. You gotta live the rejection. You're like, guys. <laughs> like, B.D. Wong didn't get back to me. You know, it's yeah. so funny. When I was in high school, B.D. Wong, we used to have, the, I went to like an art school and we would have actors come by. It was, I was right near Lincoln Center and mm -hmm. actors would come by and speak to us. And, one day B.D. Wong was supposed to come talk to us and he didn't, he didn't show up. What do you mean he didn't show up? He just didn't show up. He just completely flaked yeah. on doing this we just, talk for we high just, school students? Yeah, we sat there for uh, <laughs> probably for 30 minutes. minutes. That's why yeah. you're so pissed off. And then Phil Hunt showed up six minutes late. It all started with B.D. Wong. Oh my God. And then I do, yeah. Cause, did and they I remember, ever find out what happened no, to B.D. Wong? Maybe they did. They didn't tell us. That's I don't so think funny. we really cared. <laughs> 
Because we didn't care. Now's your chance. Broadway. Mm-hmm. If I get invited to a... That's the thing. Is yeah, like, can you give him a message for me? I don't have plans for New Year's this year because I'm sort of waiting to see if I can get that invite again because that would be dope. Yeah. It's so close to my apartment, you know? Yeah. And he was such a lovely man. Like, I would love to hang out there again. Right. But I don't know. Was he nice? Uh, he was nice. There were a lot of people there, so I didn't Have like... you ever met a celebrity who wasn't nice? Have I ever met a celebrity who wasn't nice? Uh... This is... um, You know what? The... Yes... Because I used to wait tables at a Mario Batali restaurant, and if you know anything about Mario Batali, not only is a is he a sexual harasser that is currently being hashtag me tooed, is he? he is also a notorious star fucker. And so, as much as I had a lot of respect for the guy, he was very charming and personable, and he always seemed to be a little bit on the waiter's side of things. Like, I worked for some pretty shitty chefs that were like, fuck the waiters, who cares, Bobby Flay. Um, but <laughs> Mario, Mario always thought was okay to the waiters. Uh, but he, he is a notorious star fucker, and he would always come by. He had, like, a table, a special table that was like, if I'm here with a celebrity, I want you to sit me there so everybody can see us, and they could all be super impressed by my celebrity friends. And he was, oh, fuck, I'm forgetting the actress's name. Did you guys ever see the movie Big Night? Italian actress? Uh, uh, no, I didn't see that. Oh, fuck me. Sophia. Oh, God damn it. I got to Google this. At some uh, before I tell, but anyways, she was the only celebrity that I ever waited on who I who treated me like I was an 18th century servant, uh, and I was wow. like, now oh, I want to know who she is. is. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll do a quick Google. An 18th century and servant. Yeah, that's guys, a very specific, specific. Uh, way to, to treat someone. <laughs> Historically, that is the time period when people treated their servants yeah. the worst. Have the right. bubonic He's plague. like, go get my mace, peasant. <laughs> Because <laughs> they knew the party was ending soon. They were like, oh, motherfucker, we got to get her licks in while we still can. Did she pillage you? <laughs> I don't even know that. She raped my whole village. She pillaged me. Uh, <laughs> and, I, you know, this is also like I waited on her once, so I don't want to disparage, besmirch her entire uh, reputation. But that is the only celebrity that I can think of that I ever met that was not a nice person. Have you guys ever met a celebrity who was not a nice person while I Google this? Nope. Uh, no. I mean, I there was this one guy who... Kicked us out of the green room because he wanted to be in there by himself at Comic Con. Stand up or Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon. Am I allowed? Should I have said Who that? is that? <laughs> I I regret this. Who is that? Uh, the guy from Community. It doesn't matter. We'll bleep it. Thank what you. Is he it's live, like? right? Yeah, I don't watch live. Community. <laughs> I'm fucked. We'll we'll bleep it for the podcast version. Well, You'll mean, never work in this town again, kid. <laughs> I mean, he he could have been nice, but he. Might, might have been. We never had the chance to even make eye contact, so mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. <laughs> so maybe he was just trying to hide all that kindness from us, yeah. shield it with a tent. I can't on. let anybody see how nice I am. Picking on who he gives this kindness to. Maintain yeah. my reputation. Did either of you guys ever had a bad experience with a celebrity? No, but even within comedy, like you see like the guys that are really good are pretty nice. Mm. Yeah. And the guys that are like, shitty like on stage like their act sucks mm-hmm. they suck those also, are the ones that are dicks because they're like want some type of respect i hear you i have in the past like year and this is just like one of those zeitgeist things where it's like i hear all these stories at the same time heard stories about people that i know in the community who are sort of like shooting stars fucking on you know number one with a bullet on their way to being super successful and super nice, but they have that competitiveness thing to them where if they think that you're a threat, they kind of treat you like a little bit of yeah. a piece of shit. You yeah. know? Do you guys, are you guys feeling me on this at all? Or um, Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of that. I oh, feel yeah. like, uh, yeah, I, I do remember like in comedy meeting a lot of people 
when I was first kind of coming up who were maybe a little established who were mean to me. And I didn't understand why. And then I understood it later. I think that they were threatened a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think they were like, oh, great, you. Like, oh, now you're good. <laughs> like, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know, because they don't... W- and I, I guess I didn't understand it, because I, yeah. I feel like I wasn't a... I was new, and they were established. Also, mm-hmm. a lot of people think that you don't deserve to speak to them, and I think mm-hmm. that's kind of funny. A it's weird people... when you first come in, because you do kind of detect it, but mm-hmm. the longer you go, the more you're kind of like, yeah, why are you speaking to me? Mm. because there's people who like literally the day they start you can especially in new york it gives you access you Mm. can be talking to someone who's late night sets done specials yeah and you just started yesterday Yeah. yeah and i'm a comic so i'm at this show and so because i'm hanging out with all the comics i get to talk to you yeah but at the same time i haven't earned that yeah, position I, there. And I think I, I, you know, looking back, I mean, you know, because you're young, you're it's like I took it too personally a lot. You know, mm, you yeah. just can't you just I would get very caught up in one time. Like he didn't say anything to me. You know what I mean? A lot of that. Right. Just like, a lot of times they're not even they're thinking about their rent or whatever. Yeah, or they're just yeah. weird. I don't I know. I saw uh, Neil Brennan one night <laughs> and a comic walks right up to him and just says, oh, man, you're like the best ever, man. Just your work is the best thing ever. He looks him right in the eye and he goes, thanks for making this fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> And he just gets oh, up man. from his feet oh, and dude. walks off. Jesus. You know what's funny about him? He, I think he is a dick, but when I met him, he had just started comedy. Mm-hmm. He was already like, I think it was right before Chappelle's show. So I met him right when he was starting stand-up, and he was always really nice to me. And of all the big people that I kind of knew or know, like whenever I see him, which isn't often, he's always like, Hey, how are you? He's always really nice to me. Oh, that's cool. But it's weird because I think he's like, I think he can be a dick, but well, I mm-hmm. think he oddly... can be right situation. This context. Yeah. But I think like I've seen, I feel like I've heard of him being a dick, but he's always been, I think what it is, I think he's very just who he is to people. Mm-hmm. And, and that like is, can be abrupt, but it's weird. Cause I, I, I was always surprised that he was always like one of the nicer people to me yeah i can feel i can feel that i think the two things that will make you just be aggressively yourself and so people interpret that as being an asshole sometimes is being extremely successful or being extremely wealthy and i think you know neil brennan did awesome with Chappelle's show right and now he's just flush and now he's just like oh now i can afford to just be aggressively myself the the guy deserved it i mean like okay you know when you come we're talking about the dude who got called out the guy deserved oh yeah because You know, we forget they're just people. Mm-hmm. And it's like he was going over a set. You could tell he was doing that thing yeah. we do before we go on stage. Yeah, focusing. He was kind of calculating what he was going to do when he went up. And mm-hmm. the guy just walks right over, interrupts his whole song and dance. You yeah, know? That's And the up. problem is if you're like at that level... Y- the people who are coming up to you that you don't know, you, you don't know how they're going to be. You know, so, you know, someone might be normal and be like, hey, I'm a fan, da, 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 and, and then leave you alone. Yeah. But yeah. some people won't do that. So you kind of can't. I think they get 
scared. Like they're like, well, if I let anyone in, if I give them any kind of an opening, they're never going to leave me alone. Like yeah. I've even had, like you know, what I mean, like even just after a show, you know, you do well and you meet someone, yeah. and someone comes up to you and you're trying to be nice, and then they won't leave you alone. Invading yeah. your personal and you kind of have to be like, I don't want to like hang out with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, but really? that kind of comes with the territory. I got the opposite. No one's talking to me at all. I'm sitting there staring at my phone. I'm just like, yeah, someone say hi to me. I just did really well. Why is nobody talking to me? Even if I didn't do well. <laughs> I don't care. No, but I'm sure say, it's happened at some point. I have the opposite sort of like ego problem that you guys are talking about. Like if somebody established didn't want to talk to me, I was I had no problem with that. Where my ego kind of fucked me up towards the beginning of my career was that I thought I was owed every show. And so if somebody was like talking about some shitty par show that they had done... And like I, I would immediately get so angry, like, why didn't anybody ask me to do that <laughs> shitty bar show? You know? <laughs> yeah, I've seen people like yeah. live with their roommate, mm-hmm. start a show, and not put that roommate on the show. Oh. It's just like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? That's messed up. Oh yeah, there was um I used to run it's a lot of shows you know. uh, mm-hmm. back in the day. And um I do remember someone uh, starting a feud with me because I didn't ask him to come back or something. I booked him (laughs) once. And it was really funny because I didn't know that we had a feud for like years. So whenever I saw him, I'd say, hey, Bob, how's it going? (laughs) So Bob Bob DeBono? No. no. How did you eventually figure out that this guy had this, uh, held this longstanding grudge against you? When he decided to patch things up with me. So he he (laughs) reached out and was like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm no longer mad about this. We're totally cool. I've and had I, therapy <laughs> sessions, and uh, this is like the rivalry between Northern California and Southern California. Right. Where Northern yeah. California's like, let's bury the hatches, and Southern California's like, who are you? Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's very different from the rap feud. Uh, this is going back like three <laughs> things ago, but like I had, you know, the opposite reaction where I was at the, I was at um, what the fuck, where where uh, where, where do they used to have that show every Thursday that was like the big... Play, Rebecca, cabin? Cabin, yeah. Uh, I was at Cabin when Mike Lawrence did his first um, uh, televised set. Um, and like everybody went there to, to support him. And I had met him like once before. And I was going there not like because I thought we were best friends or anything. But I was just like, I want to go and support. And this is great. This is like the first guy of our of our crew, of our generation that's like, you know, been on television. Like, this is so great. And just by... By however the the people at the party had shuffled around, I ended up being directly behind him while he was on stage. And I felt so bad. I was like, somebody who knows him better should be here to like slap him on the back and tell him like, good job. And so I'm just like some fucking asshole who's just like has this prime real estate. I was like, I need to move. I need to move to somebody more important can yeah. stand here and tell him good job. Right. Instead oh, of you like, mean like you're watching it on TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh. Like the whole bar was shut down and they were like watching it on oh, television. Okay. They were playing, they like, turned off the music so and So like everything. he turned around to you and looked at you and you were like, that was well, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you start crying. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I really thought that like my girlfriend would be standing here or my best friend or something, but instead it's you. Yeah, I barked with you once before. In all the pictures, and he's just looking <laughs> at them like, who is this guy? Who is the fucking guy that's in all these pictures? I with feel me? like that's showbiz, though. It's like mm-hmm. if you do get anywhere, those people that weren't close to you are the ones that somehow sidle up closest to you. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? yeah. Well, that wasn't intent. I, wasn't I know, I know you didn't do to. it intentionally, but yeah, I think yeah. nobody that is doing it intentionally, though. We all mm-hmm. want to feel successful so bad mm-hmm. that we'll take a small piece of someone that we interacted with once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but some people do. Some people are good at side. You know, you can see it. You can see people kind of like 
work their way, Jockeying like, for position. like, yeah, work their way. Because I've seen that. I've seen someone become really successful, and then I'll see who like their best friend is, and I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> when did that <laughs> friendship happen fast? <laughs> and I'm like, how did you? It's it seems so shameless to me. It's so weird because you guys didn't know each other a week ago, and now you guys are hanging out all the time. And That's then so I'll weird. see them not friends with people that they were friends yeah. with. I've just seen that on the outside. Yeah, I've that seen really that. Bugs, yeah, yeah, it's weird. Very but weird. I think some people are just very good at you know needling their way in well, someone told me you should be like not a real person and i was like i don't know how to like disconnect wait what does that mean someone told you not to be a real person like i started understanding that that's good advice. everybody around me was like not being real not like, being sincere not being honest okay mm. wow. and then you start you like it starts off you're like oh these people should fucking change and then by the end of it, you're like, oh, maybe I need to change. Like, I should be just like these people. Hmm. They're soulless. Interesting. <laughs> Is that something that you ascribe to now? Like, yeah. you're trying to be. Yeah. <laughs> you ever read uh, 48 Laws of Power? I did not I'm read the 48 Laws of Power. trying not to be real anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good lesson. It's a good one. <laughs> Someone to told read. me not to be myself. No, that's. Uh, it's uh, What was in the 48 Laws of Power that was sort of like a scrap uh, to that? If you disagree with something, just go along with it. You know what? I do that. I'm not good with that. I'm not fucking, good at that at I all. I fucking do that. You did it right there. If somebody's <laughs> like, if somebody's like, you know, um, uh, oh, God, you know, uh, fucking, I think this is about something. I'll be like, I'd be like, oh, okay, I can see how you would think that. Yeah. Even I, I hate Jared's even if I mom. Fiercely disagree with that. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, that's interesting. I mean, like, I've only had good experiences with Jared's mom, my mom, right. but um, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> you see that? do you think that maybe like your experience like was uh, an outlier and maybe she's really great? I think she you have to choose mom, your battle. You know? Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I you think know? you know, in specific situations, you don't. Some people feel like if you disagree with someone, you have to always. Voice your opinion. Yeah. Be like, hey, wait a minute, I don't. And then sometimes yeah. I think you can just be like, eh, I'm better at that. I actually, like, yesterday I got a ticket. I was, I walked up on, you ever like walk up on someone writing a ticket? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Like oh. I was getting a parking ticket. Uh, I walked uh, up and they were already writing it. Yeah. And I was like, hey, and I was leaving. I was like, hey, I'm leaving. And they were like, I'm already writing it. You know, because they're always like writing it and they mm -hmm. won't stop writing. You just want to smack them in the back of the <laughs> head. Well, in the, in the, <laughs> In the past, I feel like I would have screamed at them, like, oh, you know, just because you're mad. But then I was mm -hmm. like, all right. I mean, I was yeah. like, what am I going to do? Right. <laughs> you like yell at her? Like, that's not going to help anything. 100%. So I think she was so amazed. Because I feel like in that situation, you would just always. Yeah, scream on that person. This, definitely. This, this is really shitty, though. This happened to me once. I went to, I was at the post office, and there was a traffic ticket person, and I let them go ahead of me in line. And then when I left, they were writing me a ticket. Now that's uh, that Can you up. fucking believe that? That's wow. messed up. That's why you can't be nice. Did you call them on it? Were you like, I did. On, I think I was like, look, I, I let you. and it, But it was that thing. They're like, I can't stop writing. Yeah, they always so do that. I and I think they actually writing, can't. Man. Thanks for letting me go ahead of you. There's some fucking asshole I got to give a pick ticket to yeah. outside. <laughs> So right. Up. Well, wow. if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have gotten the ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That was a bad one. That was bad. Unfortunately, this is the moment of the show where we do our station ID. So we gotta we gotta put a pause on all this dope momentum that we build up. 
Uh, you guys are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, Radio Free Brooklyn is a not-for-profit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you to help support our missions. We invite you to make a donation to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air, so please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax-deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that is RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. And I found the name of the celebrity who was a dick to me when I was waiting on her, and it was, and it's going to break your guys' heart because she is a national treasure, Isabella Rosalini. Guys. Uh, that's who it was. Really? Never felt more mm. like a piece of shit waiting on... I waited, I waited on an ex-girlfriend once, and I felt oh, better no. about that than waiting on Isabella Rosalini. You waited on wow. an ex-girlfriend. Well, who was she with? Who, my ex-girlfriend or yeah. Isabella Rosalini? She went there to eat with Mario Batali. I mean, she your ex-girlfriend. Your oh, ex-girlfriend was not with Isabella Rosalie. She was Isabella with Isabella Rosalie. Rosalie. <laughs> she was with B.D. Wong. <laughs> the three of them were just B. laughing Wong, at Jerry. Isabella Rosalini and my ex-girlfriend Throwing rolls at you. At a table together, and they were like, I cannot believe I used to date this guy. And you're not wearing pants. This is like a dream. <laughs> wow. Your ex-girlfriend wouldn't, she stayed? She wouldn't, if I if I saw like that my ex was waiting on me, I'd be mm-hmm. like, I'm not staying Yeah, here. did she yeah. know where you were? It or? was, I mean, there were some mitigating factors, like it had been so long since we had dated. I think she for, she either forgot that I worked there or thought that I must have moved on at this point oh, in my life. Man. Yeah. Um. And it was restaurant week, so I think it was like her and a friend or her and a client yeah. were like, "We are going here for restaurant." Did you week. have an okay breakup? Um. We had an okay breakup. There was sort of like an incident, and uh-huh. I tell this I tell this story a lot. Where uh, she was a very she was a very lovely girl. She was very sweet. Um. Uh-oh. She uh, <laughs> kind of um had a little bit of a meltdown. She was cooking me dinner for my birthday and and she accidentally almost contaminated us with raw pork. And I saved us. I was like, oh, we can't eat the salad now because you use the same knife or use the same cutting board that you use with the raw pork. And wow. she just like had this full on meltdown. And it was because she was drinking a little bit. She was like, you were being such an asshole. I can't believe you're not gonna eat the salad. I, I, I took off work early to make this food for you. You know, and I was like, I was like losing my mind because I was like, "This is my birthday, and I'm Would getting you yelled have died? at." What's up? You wouldn't. I mean, you could get sick. You could. It's very. Are you a germaphobe, or you just work in a kitchen a lot? So you're like, oh, I was a restaurant person. Yes, yeah, so you know, yeah, like, you I know, know about that about cross contamination and how you're not supposed to do that sort of thing. That's funny. You I know, I don't know. Like guys, we like. I feel like I have a higher tolerance for that, like busting mm-hmm. balls and breaking balls. Because mm-hmm. even like a girl I talk to now, I have to like. I have to like. Temporary. Decide, yeah. Yeah, I've, ha- I've actually. I can. I've done that. Well, no, I, wasn't, I, wasn't. I am very cognizant of that now because I've had that in the past where I'll make a joke because I don't know them and they don't know mm. my sense of humor and they get really mad. And yeah, I'm like, 100%. You? And so recently I was talking to a woman and I was not doing that and she was really responsive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, she's seen. I guess it's better if I don't make condescending <laughs> jokes. <laughs> I do it well, right no. away on Tinder because I'm like, yo, they got to get used to this. Yeah. I'll like go f- right for a dead baby this joke. This is who I am. But I wasn't being an asshole about it. I was just like, oh no, we can't eat the salad because I used this name. But do you name. see her point? No, I, I saved our lives. Totally I saved point, our man. lives. I don't see her point. How long have you guys been dating at that six point? Months. Six months. Six months? We were together for six she months. She did a really nice yeah. thing. She no, was, no, she was trying to do a nice thing. Yeah. Right. If she was like doing, she's like, I'm going to do open heart surgery on you for your birthday. <laughs> but she's like not a Good doctor, you yeah. know? And it's like, <laughs> 
do I do I have the right to be like I don't think you're doing this correctly? I mean, it's that's like, a red flag. I am right just there. trying to do something <laughs> nice someone, for you. It would you be know? great if, if she someone wants you. to do open heart surgery as a guest. <laughs> if she reported <laughs> you to the health department for yeah. the same reason that you told her you weren't eating her. Salad. Well, you know what? She was actually kind of classy about it. So so I so did was... you did you bring her when you were waiting on her a salad that had been made with raw <laughs> I pork? I did not. Like here, eat I this. did not. So here's the thing. So she didn't know that this is like a story that I told all my friends, right? Because oh, no. I was like, I can't. And believe... You continue to tell that. Yeah, exactly. It. So like three days later, we broke up, and it wasn't because she yelled at me, but it was just like that kind of like was a yeah. it was a thing. And then she was like, she wanted to take a relationship to the next level, and I was like, no. And then that kind of happened. Uh-huh. And then like. About a year later, a couple of friends of mine were working at the same company with her, and they were just having a conversation. And she's like, oh, I used to date this comedian named Jared Berenstein. And they were like, oh, you're the pork girl. <laughs> and they were started texting me. They're like, that girl that you dated is here. And I'm like, don't don't tell her about the pork thing. And they're like, oh, well, sorry, we already did. We opened it with it. Yeah. And so anyway, so it's restaurant week, and the restaurant is packed, and she comes in with a client, and I see her, and, I, and there's like one other waiter there, and I'm like, can you please take this table? But we're both like so slammed and I'm like I can't there's no other option I have to wait on her so I go over and I'm like hey and she's like <laughs> she's like oh my god you're still here she was super nice about it you oh know? she knew you worked there before yeah oh yeah, okay yeah. well that's not as bad uh, and so like we just had like a little thing and then I just tried to switch really quickly into I'm your waiter mode and so like mm. taking her you know blah 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 I go out to get her, wa- her water I come back <laughs> she's like asking me she's like what do you think about this what do you think about this and I'm like oh you know that's really like this and this is you know pretty good like that and she's like well I'm more into the pasta but you know how much of a fan of pork I am <laughs> Oh, and I love that? that she did that. Yeah, she wow. said that. Oh, she's, yeah. oh, well, that's that's actually pretty. Been long yeah, and I was like, for, and for a second, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, moved fuck. on. Hey, yeah, that's pretty funny. You got me. It's yeah. pretty good. And then you know, but it was embarrassing. But again, not nearly as bad as waiting on Isabella Rossellini, who How made well me did, feel like it did not exist. I'm, I just need to know one more thing about the ex girlfriend yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, did she leave a good tip? Because how awkward is that? She probably did. You know what? If uh, I don't remember, and so the answer to that is that it was probably very normal. It was probably a very normal tip, because otherwise I would have been like, if it was super amazing, I would have been like, wow, extra class act. If it was shitty, I would have been like, wow, okay, a little bit. A little bit petty, but I get it. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it was completely normal. You know, one time I I, I waited tables for like a couple of years, and uh, one time I, I waited on this table. It was like two guys and two girls, and I carded them. I think I was like twenty one, and uh, one of them gave me his ID, and it was uh, when I looked at the name, it was a guy I had been friends with at camp. <laughs> Oh yeah! Wow! Isn't that weird? That is weird. And we were like in the same tent for three years. We were like friends. And you didn't realize until you got his ID. I think he would. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see him since I was like twelve, and I think I was maybe twenty three. And um, I didn't say anything. And then at the end of the meal, I said, "What's your name?" And he told me his name, and I and I was like, "Do you know who I am?" And he didn't know. And then (laughs) and it was funny because we were really good friends. And one time he had come to visit me. He lived in Queens, and I lived in Manhattan. And you know, our camp was in like Connecticut. And he like came to visit me after camp and we got into like a f- it was one of the only times i've ever been in almost a fist fight where i was going to like where i snapped and was going to beat the shit out of someone wow, and Jesus. it was that kid um <laughs> wait so this is a guy that you're really good friends with we were good friends and i looking back and i think he almost like you ever have a friend who like they they kind of bully you into being their friend you can't not be yes. their friend because they're so yes. aggressive and you're just around mm-hmm. them all 100%. the time yeah, he yeah. like decided we were friends (laughs) and i couldn't not be i we were always around each other Mm -hmm. so and then i think he was kind of like a ball buster guy he was kind of like bullying me when he came to visit and i 
I think I've snapped like three times in my life, and this was one of them. And I remember I could see he was pushing me, and he saw that I was, and he like backed off. It was kind of an wow. interesting. Yeah. And that is when you learned to stand up for yourself. That's when you yeah. developed your backbone, Tom. Kind of. It was actually one of, because I remember he was like, hey, he was pushing me around, and I was like, hey, dude, we're going to like, we're going to throw We're going to fight. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to fight. So what happened when you realized that this was hit? <laughs> <laughs> I spit in his foot. I mean, no, it wasn't like, uh, like he was. Uh, hey. He was very. Um, he was like, "Hey, oh, how are you?" Um, and they left me a really good tip. That's all I remember. He didn't oh, want to get nice. his ass kicked again. You know who I? Was I a kid, you know. You have yeah, like a, yeah, it was like we were like twelve years old. You know who I specifically carded because I want to. I wanted to see if they were who I thought I was. Was Andrew WK. Really? You know yeah, Andrew you WK? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him at my table. I, this is when I was working at, you're never going to believe, a fucking Pizzeria Uno in Uno That's Chicago. That's where this Go-Go. happened with that with that guy. Wait, you were working at a Pizzeria Uno? Yeah, it was the one. It was on 11th and 3rd. Used we to worked at the same fucking Pizzeria Uno. Is that where you worked? Tom McCaffrey. Are you fucking serious? The plot Wow, thickens. that's amazing. You and I waited tables at the Brian same... Right at the same time. He, obviously not at the same time. I right. would have remembered you. This yeah. is a setup. On 3rd Avenue. 3rd Avenue and 11th. 11th Street? Yep, yeah. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. Who was the manager when you were working I there? I have no idea. They were all ass. Nell, I think, was the name of one who Fuck fired you. Me. Do you remember her? I remember Nell. Oh, she oh fired me. Oh, my God. Me. What year? When you were there? Jeez, this is the most insane fucking thing. I, I started there in 2002. Oh, okay. That's so wow. fucking that bizarre. Nice Did she fire you after you let her go in front of you in line? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great. Thanks for letting me get my sandwich. You know what first. she did? That this is the thing they would do at restaurants where they wouldn't fire you. They just would stop giving you like shifts, mm. so you just yeah. couldn't make a living there anymore. They'd be like, all right, here's your here's your schedule. It'll be like one lunch shift. You'd be like, well, mm-hmm. I can't work here anymore. Yeah. So th- I think that's, that's a very passive aggressive fire. I've been fortunate. So, yeah. I've never had to work in a restaurant, but yeah. it sounds brutal. Yeah. Well, I'm really nice when I go out because I yeah. was a bad I'm not good at being a waiter I wasn't mm. good you know who used to hang out there all the time maybe he, that, maybe he still did it he used to just hang out at the bar was um kid from kid and play oh, oh I, yeah. I never saw him would always just cool. be at the bar I never saw him always just hanging out he does stand up now kid from yeah. kid and play yeah, he does yeah yeah he's a nice guy actually. have you done shows with him I've not I've, but I've done the same kind of like casino <laughs> thing tour thing uh in new mexico that he did because they're like oh yeah kid from kid and play um chris or whatever christopher reed christopher reed uh he headlined last week you missed that he likes to um he likes to rap like completely unprompted like in the middle of a conversation oh in the conversation yeah Yeah, like he'll just stop and start rapping (laughs) when people have to stare at him i wonder if it's good rap or if it's like that early 80s rap that you Yeah, but I, that's what they're there to see. Yeah. They're not, they're not there to see. Every day. How you do we no, they were pretty good. I love House Party. Oh, yeah. yeah. House Party. I got to rewatch it. That's a it's great movie. It still holds up. It does. Yeah, I, it really I just does. watched it read. It's a really good movie. Yeah. The, guy, mm. the, the directors are great. Red Martin is in, in the first one. Martin is yeah. really good. Yeah. They're, all, they're great in it. It's a great yeah. movie. It really is. Like, it's not even like, oh, it's pretty good. It's a really good movie. What about House Party 2? It's bad. With no, that, no, no, it just, no it, it's over after the first yeah, one. That one's all right. The all third right. one's good. The third they made a third I one? I gave up after really the first one. I didn't even Chris know about Tucker's that one. There's, yeah, there's, what, like four of them? Yeah. Don't I rem- count the fourth one. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. It was <laughs> like with the kids. It's like their cousins That was straight to video. The third one is with like immature, and then the fourth one is like, I think, B2K, and it's just like, stop. 
Yeah. Like Kid and Play aren't even in it. Well, okay. how bad is that movie that House Play Party. won't even be in it? Uh, <laughs> I'm not going that low. House Party 3, House Party 2. There's also, oh shit, there was a movie made in 2013 called House Party, colon, Tonight's the Night. Yeah, they try to like House, bring it back. House Party 4, Down to the Last Minute. Yeah, no, wow. one, no one's wow. watching 4 or that other Five one. House Parties. That's okay. awesome. Right. They were able to wrap up the Godfather series. In three. <laughs> 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 but a party about a house, they needed five. Mm-hmm. You think that's bad? I think there's been like seven Air Buds, you know? Oh, I think no. you run out of sports at some point, right? Yeah. Wow. I hate uh, when people just milk series. Uh, just keep milking uh, it. The Saw movie. This is going back like three conversation points, but yeah, I was at Uno's. I was working at Uno's. This dude came in, sat down pretty late at night. He looked a lot like Andrew WK, and I was right about to say... Uh, hey, does anybody ever tell you you look like Andrew WK? <laughs> and then he and his friends ordered like a couple of shots of vodka. And I was like, you know what, Jarrett? Fucking better idea here. Ask for their ideas, IDs. Fucking get them, get them that way. And I saw his name. I, I don't know. I don't remember what the W and the K stand for, but it was like Andrew Williams Kowalski. Right. And I was like, oh, that's fucking Andrew WK right there. I, when I worked at that one, uh, Adam Sandler came in once. Oh, yeah? And Donnie Wahlberg. Those God, are the two big ones. Why? Like, I, like, knowing, having lived in New York for a while, it, it blows my mind that... That, that, that they would go there. That, yeah, exactly. I remember Adam Sandler. It was and it was like Adam Sandler. And he was like huge. Uh, I think it was really late, and I he must have just lived mm. around there or like it was open until three o'clock in the morning. So that yeah. does make a lot more sense there. I once and then once I waited on not there but another place I waited tables. I waited on Jeremy Piven once. All right, how he, was that? Uh, it was it was well you know it's funny he wasn't uh, anywhere famous yet I think he was amazed that I knew who he was because mm-hmm. he had been in like two movies uh, I think I, at that point in his career he was in uh, Judgment Night uh, Judgment Night he was also in um, Doctor Jekyll and Ms Hyde Oh wow I remember <laughs> that I think Sean Young is in that I never heard of that That was a yeah. movie that I, I so I worked, I, at, I worked at a movie theater in high school and. We had TVs in the lobby that would just play the same like ten trailers over and over again. Hilarious. And so I saw the trailer for that movie for like this random Steven Seagal movie for The Ghost in the Darkness with uh, Michael Douglas and Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. I remember right. that one. Yes. Uh, I think those and the uh, Island of Doctor Moreau uh, was right. also a trailer that was playing oh, at the time. Wow. But yeah, so that's one that I was able to pull out of the deepest recesses of my brain. I think he was <laughs> very <laughs> amazed that I. What did you Dude. remember him from? What did you know him from? I remembered him from... I have a weird, you know, you know, mem- I remember random actors and movie trivia. And mm-hmm. he had been in... He was in um, Judgment Night. That was the main thing I remember him from. What was the plot of Judgment Night? I remember it's seeing a it really, on It's cable. just like four white guys, their car breaks down in a bad neighborhood, and then... They, these guys, they witness a murder and they're trying to. And uh, Dennis Leary. Is Dennis the Leary bad plays guy. the murderer, right? Right. He's like the head of the gang that mm-hmm. he's trying to kill. So the whole night they're just trying to murder them. That was the thing that I always found so weird about it was I was like, they, you know, so I saw the trailers and I was like, okay, so Dennis Leary is trying to kill these people, right? Um, but it didn't make sense to me because I was like, Dennis Leary looks exactly like the people that he's trying to kill. Right. You know? So it's like, if you, if you like, uh, if you if your call if your car breaks down in a bad neighborhood, then the people who are attacking you right. are going to be like homeless looking, or like their clothes are going to be ratty. Or I've never broken like... down a bad neighborhood, but like let's get out of here before Dennis Leary. Gets <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I really hope that an, a white guy yeah, who looks almost exactly like me. A white guy who's smaller than us. Yeah, dressed in very similar clothes. We come from the exact same economic strata is going to maybe try to murder me. And you me. know who the like his right hand in it is? Like the second in the gang? Is it Jeremy Piven? No, it's um no Jeremy Piven's one of the good guys. What are the people that's being chased? One of the guys that's in the gang is uh, Everlast from House of Pain. Hilarious. Oh, that's oh. so funny. Whitey Ford. And I, yeah, yeah, and okay. I remember okay. and when um, funnier and, funnier. and do you remember when Dennis Leary did, he, I remember I saw Dennis Leary like a show he did a live show like that was on TV and he sang the song Asshole remember mm-hmm. he, Asshole yeah. was his big thing I'm an asshole yeah. he yeah. brought out Everlast to, to help like play the guitar I remember uh, oh, that's nice because they had done um, they had Judgment done Judgment Night, Night together right. so they were good friends it's Amelia Estevez, Jeremy Piven, Cuba Gooding Jr., and Stephen Dorff. Was Cuba Gooding Jr. Wow. one of the people that was being chased? Yeah. All right. What so year was this? 93. Okay, I'm going to check this movie it's not, out. It's not a terrible movie. <laughs> it, it, you know what? I like the cast. I like it. It's just so random. I'll watch it. Yeah. There's I'll watch that. movies from that period that you're just like, that was a good movie. Like, it shouldn't have been. But yeah. it was. It's like, what, it's, what are you thinking of, specifically? Uh... Earth Girls Are Easy. You ever oh, see that? I yeah, re-watch that. I remember that. Man. I never saw that. Oh, Is it like fun. Damon Wayans in Damon Wayans, Jeff Goldblum. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Gina Davis is the star. Gina Davis yeah. is the, is, oh, is the female lead. Oh, it's a fun movie. Yeah, I used to watch that yeah. all the time. It was on TV all the time. It's still on TV all the time. Really? I've never seen I've it on seen TV it ever. Years. Oh, I get those Wait, local channels because I don't have cable. One of the Julie Browns was in that movie also. Yeah. I forget. Regular Julie Brown, not downtown Julie right. Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uptown Julie yeah Brown. they're all aliens. <laughs> uptown Julie Brown. <laughs> they're doing stuff like going on dates with girls and then like at their apartment. <laughs> the only girls in the bathroom, they're like eating their fish. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta rewatch that movie. So they're all furry and weird, and then they get shaved, and it's like, wait a minute, when we shave off your weird alien fur, yeah. beneath are three. Pretty good-looking human dudes. Yeah, Jeff right. Goldblum was the. It's a fucking so good. Fox. Jeff Goldblum <laughs> is the dude who my girlfriend will always say when she needs a hot guy, like for an example of something. Mm-hmm. Really? Where she's like, she's like, "Baby, I love you," but for Jeff Goldblum, hilarious. You I didn't know. know Jeff Goldblum was. Oh, oh yes. dude, ladies are about so. Jeff Goldblum, man. Why yeah, yeah. is it because he's kind of like dorky too and intellectual? I don't and... know. I, th- I think it's he's kind of funny. He's got a vibe too. Yeah. If you listen it's to quirky. listen to the what the fuck that he did with Mark Maron because it's the most like hmm. distilled pure Jeff Goldblum that's on like just like the way that he says things and they sort of like I don't know I heard the story about him on a plane where someone was just sitting next to him like reading a book and was like almost towards the end and Jeff Goldblum's like what's uh what's that you're reading there what's what's that book and he's and she's like oh you know it's this and he's like oh you know I see that um I see that you're almost done with that book and I've been told that I am a pretty good reader would you mind if I read the end of this book to you and she was like sure so he just like read read this book to the girl yes she was an earth girl good for Uh, her god what was I about to say oh yeah I was uh I gotta rewatch earth girls are easy rewatch or see for the first time um, uh, that movie with uh, we were just talking about Judgment with Amelia, Night. Judgment Night, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, have I have you a seen list. that before? I and House Party. I haven't seen that one. I want to see House Party again. I have I literally have a list in my phone of like movies that I want to see, and then I also have a list of high movies where I'm like movies that I'm gonna rewatch. You know when what? I'm you high, know what I just saw you know? on Netflix that mm-hmm. I had. It came out two years ago, and I remember when it came out, it bombed. It got it got panned and it bombed. 
and I saw it on Netflix, and I was like, eh, let me see how this is. And I watched it. It was fucking, I was high, but um, <laughs> I, it was so fucking fun. The movie Masterminds. Have you heard of that? No. Zach Galifianakis. No. And uh, Kristen Wiig. Oh, where they're, they're, they're trying to pull a job or something. It's, right? it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's based yeah, on yeah. a true story. Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. And it, I, saw, I remember seeing ads, and it was supposed to be, you know, I think it got shelved for like a year, and mm-hmm. then it just came and went. And, um, Dude, I was. I think it's one of the best comedies I've seen in the last ten years. I thought it was so funny. Mastermind. How Super high were you? Seen it? I was high. Right. I was high, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. But that's what I think about. Like back then, it's like, I mean, unless you were reading like the newspaper and Cisco and Ebert, you watched the movie and you formed your own opinion. Yeah. Mm. Whereas now, like even right. this week with Bird Box, where everybody's just going crazy, and it's like I just saw that. I you're like, sucked. do I? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I turned, hot. I turned I it off. It. I think I was hot. But you do think like, wait, do I feel this way, or has everyone just, or is it told just the... me to feel this way? That's yeah. why I actually liked it. So it was it was funny because that's a good example of that. Where I was like, I had never given it a chance because yeah. everyone said it was horrible, and then. I thought it was like I mean there was a part where I had to watch, look away from the screen. I literally could not breathe. Yeah. And I'm not a big laugher at movies. Mm. I will laugh. You're talking but, about masterminds. Yeah, but I yeah. was dying laughing. It's hardly great comedies too because it's like, well, did it make you laugh? Yeah, it's subjective. <laughs> I want to see this. I'm gonna watch this tonight, Tom, and I'm gonna send you a message. All three of you guys on the thread. Yeah, let me know. I'll watch masterminds. I'll watch masterminds. But then, like, and then, then there'll be a comedy that's like okay, and they'll have like ninety percent. People will lose their fucking minds. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Man. I thought I think Masterminds is I thought it was unbelievable. Guys, we are quickly running out of time here on Hangout Party Fun Time. So I want to take a moment now so that everybody can do their plugs. And if you have enjoyed listening to these comedians, now this will be a way where you can continue to enjoy them and their artwork or go see them live. Uh, Carolina, you got anything you want to go plug and have people go see, check out? Uh, yeah, you just go to Carolina Danger Hidalgo on everything. Carolina Danger Hidalgo? And Carolina Hidalgo is already taken. I didn't know what else to do. But also, that's just dope by itself. Like, Thank e- you. even if there was, like, I-, I would have more respect for you if, if Carolina Hidalgo was available and you still chose <laughs> Carolina Danger Hidalgo. Or Carolina D. Hidalgo. But yeah, I got mm-hmm. three podcasts. I got Professional Friends, Esquilla Sangre, and Movie Sign with the Mads on Last Podcast Network. So awesome. that's that's my plug. Check that shit out. Phil, you got anything you want to tell people uh, about? I, find me on social media at I am Phil Hunt. Uh, I am Phil Hunt. Tomorrow I'm at Caroline's uh, 4 30, I think. Early show. All and right. I'm at uh, Grizzly Pear. Right. 30-10. Check him out there. Tom McCaffrey, what do you guys tell people about? Yeah, just, you know, Twitter, uh, Tom McCaffrey. Uh, I have a podcast, Last Exit to Brooklyn. I've done it. It's good. You've I have also it. done Jared's it. Jared's done it. Right. Um, we got to go. I got to get back it. on there so I can I talk know. about Hereditary. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, what, I'm doing some shit. I don't know. I'm doing Broadway tomorrow. <laughs> Broadway Comedy Club. I do that place a lot. Just go to Broadway Comedy Club and you will see night. Tom McCaffrey there at some yeah, point. I'm there for, I was there last two nights. Mm-hmm. I am uh, Jarrett Berenstein. You can check out all my stuff at jarrettberenstein.com. Uh, you should go out and buy my book, The Kelly and Conway Technique. It is available now and it is hilarious. Um, you should, if you enjoy the show, check out the podcast version of all the old episodes. It's available on iTunes or whatever you listen to podcasts on. Hangout Party Fun Time. Uh, I also have my regular weekly show here on Radio Free Brooklyn called Famous Dead People. Uh, Famous Dead People is also available on podcasts. You can listen to all the old episodes. We have over 100, so there's a lot of fun uh, material for you to check out there. And 
you know, I hate to admit this in front of stand-ups, but I have been on a pretty awesome improv team for the last 12 years. We are retiring, and so if you guys are into that sort of thing, you got to come check out one of our last five shows. We are doing every Thursday in January at 7 p.m. at the Magnet Theater, Junior Varsity, the farewell shows at the Magnet Theater every Thursday in January at 7 p.m. at the Magnet. So come check that out. We got about a minute. We got one minute left. Does anybody have anything they want to get out in the last minute of the show? I, I, uh, because of Tom, I really want to get high later. That's all I really want to <laughs> Just say. Just as a maid. Don't blame it on Tom. That's it. That's yeah. I know. It's all my fault. Yes. <laughs> I want to get lot. high just because of Tom. Yeah. He just makes it sound so good. She's going to be at her AA meeting tomorrow. Is just be like, I totally would have been straight. I would have well, straight. Did, it is funny because last night I watched, I, I was high and I watched Bird Box. Mm-hmm. And I only really, really get high if I go to, when I'm going to sleep. And because I, people are like, oh, it's really good. And the, the plot sounded good. And mm-hmm. uh, it's fucking horrible <laughs> it's really bad yeah, i I've saw heard... some of it too and it's, it's i've okay. heard everything about bird box yeah, so i'm gonna watch so it because some people love it and some people i couldn't hate get through it. it there a scene came on i was like I'm, i can't watch that hilarious all right guys eight <laughs> seconds left thank you so much for my guest bill hunt carolina hidalgo tom mccaffrey thanks for listening enjoy your lives everybody goodbye, goodbye.